breached the Black Helpline. The revolution will not be televised. You know, with all this stuff. I know you guys got to be stressed out too, like up to the umph degree. Oh, I'm stressed out, but I mean, you know, I mean, I also have to couple Well, to couple it, you know, to top it, I have, you know, my dad passed away. And so all of this shit is compounded with the fact that I lost a parent in the midst of this horrible pandemic with that piece of shit who's in office. And it's just one of those things where it's like, well, you know, what was, how did I phrase it today? I said, 2020 can suck a pair of sweaty, hot balls that have been dipped in poop. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some pretty hot balls. Yeah, Yeah. hot, sweaty, hairy, shit-smeared balls. So there you go. Jeez, that way. (laughs) But yeah, there's a, you know, there's there's a whole lot of shit. It's just every day, you know, somebody had a pool and a group of friends of mine that said, if, if anybody can predict how many days that we can go as a country where something fucked up doesn't happen, you know, they get whatever's in the pool, you know? And I said, I said two days. Um, and somebody else said three. I won the pool because Same. I said two days. Are you yeah. actually putting money on this shit, dude? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you got to do something right now. Shit. But that sounds like those COVID parties where the kids purposefully go out to get to acquire COVID. And then they have a pool. You know this story, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They all yeah, throw yeah, yeah. money into the pool, and then whoever gets it first yeah. gets the somebody, money. Somebody oh. did get sick and said, oh, I think I made a mistake. Yeah, no shit. You think? You fucking idiot. No, their parents made a mistake. Well, yeah. Doubt. They're, the load, they're the load the mother should have swallowed. Hey. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. It should have been swallowed or dropped on the floor. Oh. In a tissue. You're the load that you Tissue, exactly. With some lotion. <laughs> so many babies. <laughs> anyway, hey, everybody. Welcome to Black Helpline. <laughs> We're here to give you so much fucking <laughs> help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't much help. We ain't no much help going on right now. Help yourself. <laughs> We're helpful to each other. How about that? I feel yes. like I'm helpful to you, too, and I know you're helpful to me. Yes, and we're helpful Thank to other you. people. <laughs> Other Not people all need help. People. <laughs> so many people need help. Oh, I know, I know. But, but they don't know they need help. That's the well. Big. They're becoming a little more self-aware. Uh, they, they, they know they need help. Who's they? Oh, no. Let's define they. Well, well, let's just say our uh, melanin challenge friends. Our, uh, or I like to call them. I like to be polite about it and call them our secondary peers. Fuck that. Melanin Challenge friends. So, yeah. And they're great. The ones that are our friends are our friends. And they're oh, they're great. Rising they're great. to the top. I love white people. I have white friends. I'm not racist. <laughs> I love white people. We know you love white people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So but, many. So many ways that could go. But at any rate, hilarious. No, but the... um. So, so this whole thing that, that sounds so familiar that's been going on right now with this, with this 45 fascist, the brown shirt bullshit that he's doing around the country. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, you know, in Portland, and now he's threatening to go to Chirac. Going to Chicago is a really bad fucking idea. They're, they're going to be outgunned, dude. They're outgunned, outmanned. Oh, shit. Really I don't like... know this story. Tell me. Basically, the fascist sent sent his brown coats, these, um, <laughs> these government police, 
out to Portland in the guise of protecting the government buildings, the government structures, and in important case, the courthouse. Well, when they got there, all they started doing was snatching people off the street and putting them in the vans. And they were unmarked government officials. They had, they were using ICE and DHS officers to do this. Now, under the guise of protecting the federal facilities in Portland, they um, did other shit. They went out and started attacking people. And after a certain point, they started even pulling their weapons on people, which they aren't, aren't supposed to do. Now- well, they've, been, they've been disappearing people. Like, they've been disappearing abducted. people to places that no one knows where they are because, but I heard from a source that one of those people got out, they were holding them in, um, in on the Willamette County Jail in Portland. Um, in, in the basement, no charges or anything. They let them go after a couple of days only to be rearrested for some of these people. Now, this bastard wants to send them to other cities. He wants to send them to Albuquerque. He wants to send them to St. Louis. And he wants to send them to Chicago. Chicago and New York. And New York to battle the people in the streets protesting. And- He said said to dominate. Those were his words. And the problem with this, you guys, is that if one of those officers, those federal officers, ends up getting shot or hurt or, or, you know, killed in this, that will give them the ability to induce martial law in those cities, yep. you know? Right. And that's why people are well, saying, do not fight them back. Don't, because, but Chicago's going to be a different story, dude. Yeah, well, well both mayors, uh, you know, the mayor of Chicago and the mayor of New York City, uh, they said, you know what, fuck this. We'll, t- we'll take your ass to court. Yeah. That's what they want to do. Because they said it's unconstitutional. They named a whole bunch of legal shit I can't name. But they're like, fuck this. You can't do this, man. Well, what's curious about that, I think it's hilarious that they are, I mean, they went out to Portland to, or to Oregon to protect a bunch of buildings that a few years ago they were actually occupying. <laughs> so exactly. there's some real irony there. And this whole disappearing thing. Well, let's look to Argentina for the disappearance of thousands of people. Now, as you all know, I am not a huge fan of Argentina, but I'll tell you what, that disappearing where the cars just arrive at people's homes and whisk somebody away in the middle of the night, that shit's for real. And for those people... Coming near you. Well, for those people to have never been heard from ever again is also a real thing, considering mothers, daughters, grandmothers were out there every day. Or they're just going to be dressed as a FedEx motherfucker and blow somebody away. Well, yeah, that too. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this this authoritarianism that that this man is trying to impose on this country, he's trying. I'm telling you, and I've read this from multiple sources. He's trying to do this so he can disrupt the voting process. Of right. course. Yeah. Because you know? he's a loser. There's nothing else to do. He's a fucking fucking goddamn loser and we know he'll lose somehow but then what's the fear of what he's gonna do if he when he's not if when he loses what kind of shit is he gonna do to sabotage the fucking oh he's gonna contest the results yeah he's already set set that in the very least of it we know he's gonna do that but what the fuck else can he do because we know he's got some fucking screws loose well in time of civil unrest civil war whatever you can't have an election. Well, if he does that, if he does that, if he, if what he's trying to do comes to fruition, and I hope people wake the fuck up and, and really start this early voting thing, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that you can do to circumvent this, 
this um, this ploy to get people um, either removed from the polls because we can't have we got, we know what's going to happen in the South, right? With the voting, we know what's going to happen in the South. They're going to suppress the fuck out of them. you. Saw what happened in Kentucky, so and you saw what happened in Georgia in 2016. So if he tries to get away with this, with these his first chance is doing this in these brown shirts to come out here. This basically secret police of the government to come out here and do this. Now, if he tries to do this all over the city, cities and, 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 gov and gov cities and states have the right to contest this in a, in a law and you know through court that can take months. Okay. Oh no, all no, right. they, can speed, they can speed this shit up. They can speed it up. It could, it could go down. Well, they got the government's money to to back them. But if he tries to do this and this is successful. Um, and and, and um, squashing votes and squashing the way people get to vote. So if he tries to stay in office, if he tries to stay in office, that creates another problem because then he might incite violence from his followers. Right. And that creates another fucking problem, you know, and adds on to this bullshit because I tell you what, I don't know about you guys, but I ain't got no problem choking one of these motherfuckers out if they come near me. But at the same time, you never know who really who they really are until something like this happens. Yeah. Word. You know, and our you know we've been through this shit in the '60s when they tried to stop you know minorities and women from voting, dogs, fire hoses, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's guns. You know. You know what, dude? Dude, man, we shoot back. Oh, I'm shooting back, right. and I will protect you both with my life. No problem with that. But you know the we shall overcome shit is done. Oh fuck that fuck shit, that. man! Kumbaya shit. No, <laughs> no. Kumbaya, your ass back yeah. to Africa. <laughs> no shit. You go ahead and march and put your fists up. That's why I'm out in the streets right now because I'm tired. I'm fucking exhausted. At this age, we are fucking exhausted from breathing this fucking air of oppression for so fucking long. So I'm doing this other shit, but man, this, you know, November can't come fast enough, but at the same time, it's coming. All this shit's building up. It's like a daily occurrence of bullshit. Yeah. It's true. Like it's every day. And I'm I waiting for people to really rise up and help out instead of just but out here in the streets. But how can that happen when every one of us feels absolutely dragged through the mud, exhausted, paralyzed, fearful? I mean, there's any number of adjectives that I could come up with for the way that I feel right now, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who is just tired. Tired. Yeah. I'm so tired of being tired. People? I'm tired of being tired too. How do you mobilize people to actually get off their ass? Tell them. Tell them. Say, hey, you know what? You've had it good for a long time. You know, the shit just can't last the way it is. The status quo, you know, there is no great savior. You know, so you're you talking about embracing our allies and telling them to get up off yeah. their ass, our, yeah. our melanin, quote unquote, melanin challenged friends. Well, that's yeah. what I've been telling people for months. This is not our fight anymore. No, it's not. You know, it is not our fight. It never was. We only had to fight to stay alive. Right now, like I said before, the level of comfort is gone and they you need to fight they need to fight to get that back because we're always going to be like this you know yeah. a little bit more comfort in my life is fucking welcome <laughs> you know right seriously i want to walk down the street just like our melanin poor friends and be unmolested but that is up to them to change that shit. Yeah, but some of them don't know how and they need guidance and they need a push okay well, so what's the first let's how about this what's the first thing you would say to somebody who came to you and said what do i do 
How can I get involved? Listen. Listen first. That's the first rule. Listen. Listen to what we're saying. I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that they're listening. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey, you know, take it home, take it to work. You know, tell people that you know, try to say shit, talk shit, and just say this is not how it's gonna be. People that have positions of power and say like work, hey, you know, reach out to more minorities, you know, to bring them in. You know, stop having like ten percent of your workforce be you know, non-black, non-brown, you know? And some some companies are doing that, and that's good. But the lip service and the and the gestures can only go so far. I mean, right. the of painting on the street and all this shit, thank you for the fucking paint. You know what? We had paint in the 50s and 60s, you know, that said colored only. Thank you for the paint in the 2000s. But you know what? Paint a fucking sign ain't going to change shit. The symbolism is great, but you got to do more. Yeah. If you're all listening, they, they've got hired they've got hired agents, black and white, black, that are painting over that shit now. You saw oh, that. I saw that. You saw that woman in Washington, huh? Or New yeah. York? Yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah. But she came. She came with Jesus with her though, because she was huh. trying to tell us we needed Jesus. See. Well, she was like, re refund the cops, refund the cops, that whole thing. That's what, what, because you know, you know what I think. I think that I think when people get afraid they think that the things that are being done to give to give the cops less power and give oh, fuck that. no she was a paid agent dude just I like she was just like fucking kanye oh she my god Candace, can we Candace just talk Owens. about that fucking guy for a hot minute let's talk about kanye West for a fucking minute i said that she had jesus saved on the shirt jesus ain't saved us a goddamn bucket of sweat you know not a goddamn bead of sweat okay he ain't saved me shit you know Except for an argument about that he ain't fucking white, you know. He yeah. saved me a goddamn thing. I just you know, I get out of an argument by saying, "Oh Jesus." <laughs> but no, you look at crazy people like that. And you talk about that fool Kanye, right? You know, I hear running, I hear running. Easy, 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 my ass. He needs to take the easy, easy. ass. More like greasy, greasy ass, Uncle Tom and motherfucker. Oh, man. Who did he say? Uh, what was it? Harriet Tubman did not free the slave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That guy is a straight up Sambo. Thank you. No. Agent. That's a new, that's other, uh, uh, another way of saying agent. Yeah, Sambo. Well, he's, he's, a, he's an agent provocateur, provocateur for, the, um, for the, um, the, low, the low ball white man. Because, you know, when you need some, when you got somebody like him where they think that this is just so fucked up. These people think that Kanye is one of ours. You know, they oh, yeah. really fucking do. You know, we gave him well, away in the delegation. We well, traded his ass, didn't we? I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll, quote, I'll quote Willie D from the Ghetto Boys who's behind me. Is who that. Did, who did we get? Oh, please. Sorry. Yeah. We got and, help. And he said, hey, you know what? Kanye is one cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, he's basically gone. Uh, the black community has always apologized for him by saying, oh, his mom died. Well, that was 15 fucking years ago. Oh, well, he needs medication. You know, just explaining, oh. away, explaining away his behavior. And it's calculated and paid for and prompted. And, you know, he's a fucking traitor. And it should go down as that. I agree. Uh, I think he's a piece of shit, but I'm... 
I don't have, I mean, you know, I just, I just can't believe that people actually take him seriously in any way, shape or form in any way, shape or form. The guy who gets on stage and, you know, in, and prances around and doesn't actually say shit. His rap voice sucks. He can't rap. <laughs> can't rap again. Kanye West, he can't Kanye. rap. So uh, I, I don't know. Who do, who can we trade him in for? What what delegation? Can no, we, we trade we actually traded him for we traded him like back in 2014 for two Jewish civil rights attorneys. Okay. I don't know. I think they disappeared because somebody didn't like that trade out in New York, but he's gone. He, we, we can't get, we can't, you know, we can't retrade his ass. He's trying to get back into the fold, but he got to go back to slave status first, you know, and then work his way back. He won't. Up. He won't. As long as he's with the Kardashians and shit, man, that's never going to happen. Well, he's fucked himself just like they fucked their way into fame. So everybody, you know, it's like still, he doesn't belong to us, people. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. He, the, the cry fest came when he was talking about how he didn't have a dad. His dad wasn't there. He was supposed to be, well, aborted or swallowed. Or tissued. <laughs> or tissued. Tito, yeah. Somebody need to tissue his ass with chloroform and drag his ass back into the hood. Let the hood deal with it. You yeah, know? he's not hood. He, he can't go back. He, he can't go back. He yeah. could not go back to the south side of Chicago. They'd no way. all over the street. Yes, they would. There's they no said way. it. They, them G's said it years ago. They say you bring your black ass back here. You ain't leaving. <laughs> no way. Talk about disappeared. That guy. No. Yeah, no. And ain't nobody buying no three hundred fifty dollars fucking shoes except for white people. Uh uh. Like that. No. That you resell. Look, I'm sorry. I'm not a gym shoe creeper, so I don't get it. You know, I don't understand that shit. You know, spending three forty dollars on a pair of fucking gym shoes. Shit, that motherfucker better have some wingtip on it. Shit. Mm mm. Not for that much. Nice, no. nice picture, Germ. <laughs> <laughs> our our very own big Germ is sitting in front of a picture of Kanye West wearing a MAGA hat. It's so fitting. So tricky. I want to ask you a question from a women's perspective. What have you been hearing with the chatter, with the fear, and the change, and the and the tension in the air? Because I don't talk to a lot of women about this. So, the perspective. Have you been seeing the perspective? <laughs> Have you, have you been hearing the same kind of chatter and the same kind of fears going on? To answer your question, Malcontent, I haven't been hearing much anything that, the, that either one of you haven't been hearing. You know, um, every woman I know is just as incensed as every man I know, regardless of color. Right. Oh, that's a caliber. That, that shows me the caliber of people that I've decided to surround myself with. And I do see a lot more action coming from people. Like people are really getting involved as much as they can. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, COVID has, has crippled a lot of efforts in terms of people actually wanting to be physically involved with things. I mean, at the end of the day, we still need to protect our, our health. The very first thing we need to do is to protect our own health before. It's like being on a plane, you know, where it's like you put the oxygen mask on yourself before you start helping others. It's kind of a gross analogy, but it is kind of true. It's like if, if I'm sick, but I'm out there on the streets trying to do shit, not only am I a detriment to myself, I'm a detriment to anyone who's around me, and I won't be doing anyone any favors. So what can you do? And this, this harkens back to the, the original initial question I had is, it's great we can sit here and we can bitch in our own you know, Black Helpline podcast. That's great. We can tell people to listen. Okay, that's wonderful too. But how can we actually motivate people to, to act and not be 
armchair dissidents. This is what I would like to get to the bottom of. And it won't happen tonight, but I'd like to be able to say, hey, why don't you do X, Y, and Z? Why don't you volunteer to food shelf or get out on the front line or clean some streets or volunteer with kids or go to impoverished areas? I think those are all great things to do. So not only can you understand a little bit more of what is happening around you, but you can empathize a little bit more if you have it in you and you can see, you can maybe walk for 10 minutes in somebody else's shoes and try to understand. Absolutely. I mean, the using the, the, the use of, of uh, white voices and white bodies and, and white influence is very important. And that is something that has not been widely used by a lot of people in the past. And to utilize that strength that people don't even realize they have, that just a little bit makes a huge difference. And, and like you said, Tricky, going into the community, actually seeing what people are going through and, and seeing what, how minority businesses are overlooked and seeing how many people in the community, in black communities, have, are, are, are not homeowners owners and things like that. And finding out what those reasons are and seeing what you can do about it really would really help, especially if you're in those industries, in those in finance industry in particular. Right, well, a friend of mine put it really well. He said, if you really wanna change things, you gotta change them from the inside. That's you right. Know, you gotta get in there and actually change the system. Don't just sit there and bang against the door, but get inside and go, okay, this shit is all wrong. You have to change it starting from the bottom and moving on up. Well, that's where the comfort got stripped away. Once the comfort is stripped away, if you really want any rent, any semblance of that back, you need to work with us, you know, to get it back. Because trust me, I want it too. I fucking want it too. I want to be, I still want that back. I don't want to have to be worried about some crazy white supremacist or some even deranged brother coming, coming through a crowd, you know, because oh, yeah. who knows that that shit's not coming up next, you know, yeah. people just get frustrated. Oh, Malcontent, I love this picture of you looking like Malcolm X before the transition to Islam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The full punk yeah. hairdo and everything. Yeah, that was back when I was soft. And there <laughs> and I yeah, am. Here we go, here we go. Who's this little boy? <laughs> cute, very cute. That's cute. Very boy, that is, yes. But there you go, there you go. Now that's a beautiful picture. That's, that's, if only I had, you know, if only I looked like Angela Davis with a gun in my hand in the Black Panthers. Me at two years old, pointing at you. I got your number. Well, yeah, I mean, these things, these things, and a lot of other things people can do, but the most important thing people can do is listen first. Listen and observe and see that these things that have been going on for, for centuries, decades for most people's lives are not by accident. They're not because of the, you know, the ill labor of people who actually want to get ahead in life. About telling them, telling them to leave everything they think they know at the door. Absolutely. And stop listening to the media who portrays people of color as something um, dramatic, more dramatic than it actually is. Look, we're just black people. We're just Hispanic. We just want to be able to have the same ability to walk unmolested and have the same rights as anybody else in the street. I don't want to I don't want to continue to always be worried that I'm going to get pulled over because of some slight thing on my car. I don't want to have to not to be I don't want to have to continue to be generic out in public basically. I want to be who I am in public. Right. Cuz I ain't fucking generic and neither are you two, you know. Uh, and that's that's I mean that's the bottom line. I don't look. I'm not neither of us resemble anybody that we know who is melanin deficient. 
neither of none of us act like or anything like that none of our styles or anything and i want to continue to be able to be that person without being molested by either by you know mentally or verbally you know well i think i think at you know at the ripe old ages that we actually are i think not old we've moved a little bit i won't say that we're, we're out of danger i don't think we are but also i think that we just we're not drawing as much attention to ourselves because we don't want as much attention drawn to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean about, that's what I mean about being kind of generic when you're outside, you know? I mean, think about the house parties we go to. Okay. Oh, no. Went to, I think. Went we went house party. <laughs> <laughs> the last house party was yours like two years ago. And, and think about going to a party and just completely being yourself. Okay. No matter who's there. And then, and I'm not talking about the drinking part or the being loud part. I'm just talking about the carefreeness that you would have, like, especially walking into a store. We walk into a store guarded. We walk into a facility guarded, you know. And I'm starting to see a little bit of that change. But then again, I don't venture out to the suburbs very often these days either. But I'm starting to see a little bit of that change, that, that I don't have to feel as guarded because I'm feeling white people are feeling more guarded than I am these days. For whatever reasons, I don't fucking know. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's fear. I don't know. Oh, so nothing's changed. Everybody's got to wear a mask. Well, that too. And then when I'm walking around like this, oh shit! You know, <laughs> thug life. Heads up. You know, but at any rate, straight thug. Thug life. That's yeah. what it is. Did you Get say it. thug light? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Shit, I am thug light. I don't know why. I, what kind of beer? It's the fuck. It's water. <laughs> Thug light. Thug light. But yeah, even wearing a mask right now, you know, I wear a mask that says I am not a threat on the front of it, so that people like when people look at it, they smile. You know, most people do. You know, but I'm not a threat unless you make me one. Um, yeah, you should wear that one out, big germ. That'll get you some attention. I know. You know, go to Home Depot oh. with that shit on. <laughs> go to the suburbs with that shit on. I am in the suburbs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That suburb that you live in is not technically a suburb. That's just what the fuck it is, man. You don't fucking live here. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So for somebody who muffles already <laughs> mumbles, good. The fuck you. took the mask fuck up because you, you muffled. Fuck you both. Fuck you both again. Uh, you don't. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, don't get mad. Don't get mad. We're just I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You guys don't phase me. You don't. You I don't have any kind of fucking ego. I don't. I don't love anything. That's you bullshit. Love, that you, love, uh, you, love, you love Chinese buffets. Don't lie. No, I don't. No, bitch. I don't. I don't even go near those. China, the old country buffet. Mm -hmm. No, not o, not OCB. No, there were used. To, there was one up here, Super Moon. Super Moon. That's it. Super Moon. Yeah. I haven't touched that shit in years, dude. Stop touching the camera. It's all greasy finger. No, dude. Super moo. Super super, super moon. Ew. <laughs> yeah. That's what it did to you after you ate there too. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I don't know about all that. Maybe when Kanye Dude, I saw the shit you were eating in Portugal, man. That shit was scary. That shit was good, son. No, that shit was the it's, coronavirus. It's called Portuguese food. That shit. <laughs> 
Dude, that shit was still moving. Straight from the ocean, fresh. It was so fresh. And we will all go one day. Trust me. I Look, I'm trying to go this winter. I don't know if it's going to happen. It might be Croatia since there's still I can't a lot eat sea- there. I can't eat seafood, dude. Oh, I can eat fish. I can't eat, like, lobster, shrimp, and shit. Oh, you can't do shellfish? Yeah, I can't do that shit. No, but you you have to be if you if you try fresh food in a country that doesn't stare at you, it tastes completely different. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot. And I am so looking forward to like going there with you guys one day, um, because it is it it's just you know it's one of those things people where we feel free outside of these borders most of the time unless we're around our friends, and. And it is like, it's kind of relieving. It's a relief to like see other people from other parts of the world who, who may have never seen you before, but they're genuinely curious, you know, and not in a way that they've seen you in, in the media. You know, they want to know your name. They're interested in that name. They're like, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? You know, isn't it cold there? Yes, it is cold there. You know, blah, blah, blah. That's the kind of conversations you have with strangers, with, with, with pale strangers. Not the ones here where people are just looking at you with their with their Crocs on, or trying know. to touch your hair. Oh yeah, that's it too. <laughs> well, not you two, me, but you know, the first time I ever went to Europe, which was in 1987, it was you know the height of AIDS here in America and and uh, break dancing and all that stuff. And so I remember being in Greece, and I had that's all smoke. what? Is that smoke? Incense? Oh, intense. Okay. So I had. Um, I had these kids ask me, I said, oh, do you know how to break dance? Well, you know, you're black. <laughs> no, I don't know how to fucking break dance. And they said, well, do you have AIDS? I was like, is that all you know about America is AIDS and break dancing? I mean, that's all they fucking knew. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, though. Well, you should at least learn how to break dance. Well, this is true. I can pop a lock. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> no, we're, 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 we can all do that. We were born with that ability, Fuck people. Shit. Two feet told. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, thank awesome. everybody. Thank, thank you, everybody, for listening again. I know we're yes. all over the place, but we have so much to go through. Oh, my so, God. A thousand downloads. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. I know. Thank you yeah. for the thousand downloads. Woo! A those thousand are, downloads. A thousand individual, unique downloads. That That's was, amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Keep listening. Keep listening to the black. Keep listening. That fucking kicks ass. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Funny story before we go. I was in my. I was driving around in my car, and I pulled up next to this friend of mine, who was on her bike. And I rolled down the window. And go, hey girl. And she looks over and she jumped and she goes, "Son of a bitch, I was just listening to your podcast." And I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if Malcolm just pulled up next to me?" And that's what. That's how fast it's been spreading. And, and she I'm didn't call the cops or any of that other <laughs> shit. And she didn't call the cops. All right. That's amazing. That's That's really actually cool. cool, Pretty fucking cool. Well, I'm Tricky Mickey. I'm malcontent. And I'm Big Germ. Big Germ. You're slow on the trigger there. Totally slow on the trigger. Shut up. (laughs) Well, and it just sounded so like cheap porn, too. Come on. Hey, hey, you know, I'm on a budget. Cheap porn is all right. Revolution will not be 